It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. All right, welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everybody wins. Guys Guys Radio. Got a great show for you today. We've got a natural healer, an intuitive medical miracle worker, Catherine Carrigan. She's written nine books. Amazon bestsellers about breathing and intuition and energy and and even social media. And she's just an amazing person, brilliant. And uh, I'm going to have a nice long talk with her about how she works, uh, all aspects of the body. Do you know that the, the body, we have five bodies that we work with. And I think it's really important that people are aware of that. And she'll get into it, but we have the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, the energetic body, and a spiritual body. We have to manage all of those to stay healthy. But it's not that hard. Just be mindful. So we're going to have a great conversation with Catherine. Uh, we're here on KCAA every Wednesday evening, 8 p.m. Pacific time. So what's going on? Well, I've been out in California for about two months now. I do not miss New York, even though I love New York, and I'm a New Yorker at heart still, of course. I'm learning lots about San Diego, which is very different than L.A., and it's different in Orange County. and It's its own kind of special place. Living in the city downtown for now, just renting and checking the area out, make the transition as seamless as possible. And it's interesting because now the weather's changing and I see everybody's like, ooh, it's fall. I don't really notice too much of a difference. The weather here in San Diego is ridiculous. It's so nice every day. The the temperature can change between like the 50s and 80 almost every day because it's chilly in the morning and then the, the sun comes out, it burns off what's called the marine layer. I'm like, what's all this fog? And it's the marine layer, and that burns off, and then it gets sunny. And then in the afternoon, if you're in the shade, it's cool. And when the breeze picks up, it's chilly. But when you're in the sun, it's warm. But you're never uncomfortable. You, maybe you need a little light jacket or whatever. But to me, this is Shangri-La in terms of weather, because in New York, you've got four seasons and four really interesting seasons. The summer is beastly hot in the city. It's the sun is searing there, and the sun, sun seems more gentle, milder out here. I don't really concern myself with getting a bad sunburn or anything like that. I'm, I'm sure the ultraviolet rays are very strong, but I haven't really had a problem where, like, my God, the sun is searing down on my head, where I would feel that in the heart of the summer, July and August in, in New York but not, and the Jersey Shore, but not so much here. It's a, it's a gentle, it feels like a gentler sun to me, if that makes sense. So very comfortable and we have a brutal winters in New York and we, early cold snap. This year we got very cold early and, uh, and you never know what's going to happen. And it seems like in New York, the, we have the four seasons. We, I love the spring and I love June and when everything's blooming and everything. I love the fall when the colors turn. And it's great. And I was thinking about that the other day. Well, the pumpkin picking and stuff like that here and apples and all of that. And they do. It's just a different version. It's a warm weather version. I'm interested to see what the holiday season what, you know, we're getting into the holidays now or right in the heart of them, like what, what's that's going to be like? And the decorations are up and all that stuff. It doesn't seem the same because, you know, it's not, I'm not all bundled up. There's no snow on the ground, walking down Fifth Avenue, looking at the store windows, whatever. It's a different thing here. There's a Fifth Avenue here also, but it's not the same as New York, of course. But that's cool. It's just, it's interesting to see the locals and people from Southern California talking about the weather, like, oh, it's fall, it's cold now. And to me, it's like, it's like nothing. But you know what? That's just the way it is. So anyhow, really enjoying myself. The people here are 
very nice, very friendly, very engaging, and that's, that's a pleasant change. But there's all sorts of difference, and I'll be riffing about some of the differences that I'm perceiving between living on the East Coast and the West Coast, and they both have their merits, and they both have things that maybe they could do better. But I'll be here as your filter, uh, the Guys Guys filter, if you will, to let you know. So anyhow, we've got a great show, Catherine Carrigan, Guys Guys Radio. All right, Guys Guys Radio, as I mentioned, we have a special guest today. She's an expert in so many different areas, but basically, Catherine Carrigan is uh, she's an intuitive medical healer, and she's the author of 10 books. Nine of them are Amazon bestsellers. She's an expert in many different areas of healing, breathwork, intuition, energy, soul reading. We're going to get into as many topics as we can today. Uh, she's a real expert. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Catherine Carrigan. Thank you so much, Robert, and thank you, everybody out there, for listening. So let's start right at the beginning. How, how would you describe your gift as a medical intuitive healer, and when did you know that you had this gift? Thanks so much for asking. You know, and people ask me that question, and, you know, I, I bring it back to people ask me, when did you realize? And I have to go back in time because when I was a little girl, I was always sort of figuring things out and getting into trouble. And the first instant that I can recall was uh, my little brother had a birthday and it was Easter and my parents hid the eggs and I was six at the time. My little brother was three. And when they opened the door, I walked straight out and got the golden egg. So I... I joke that your intuition is like your, you know, the golden egg because it's what's really most valuable about your your innate intelligence. And so from there, how did you, okay, you got the golden egg and, you know, you, some might say to themselves, not yourself, but uh, they might say, oh, that was a coincidence. You must have had more synchronicity happening, more things happen where you say, wow, I have some kind of special gift here that other people may not have as developed as what I have developed. So I actually started studying natural healing and um, about in my late 30s, it was... I went to Canada to study because I was literally, I've literally been all over the world to study natural healing. And while I was there studying natural healing, there was a lady there who said, okay, you have to understand how your intuitive gifts work because if you don't understand it, you just waste a lot of time. So I go, I talked to this lady and she explained that I'm high in the gift of what's called claircognizance. Claircognizance is the gift where you just know stuff. Right. So what did you do once you figured out that you had this? Basically, I started working with people. And, you know, I, I have, I've been doing, practicing natural healing for 26 years now. I'm, so how do you work? What happens? You see somebody, you talk to them. How do you diagnose somebody? Well, first of all, I can work with you anywhere in the world. I don't have to see you or put my hands on you. And I sort of have a format about how I do my medical intuitive readings. Okay. And when I read, I read what's called, I call it your five bodies. I read what's going on on your physical body. You kind of know what that is. I read your energy body, which includes your chakras, your breath, your acupuncture system. I read the emotional body, which is the largest part of any of us. 
I read what's going on in your mind, which is your thoughts and beliefs. And then I read what's going on at the soul level. And then after reading those five bodies, I also make recommendations about what will work to make you better from environment, nutrition, mm -hmm. supplements, complementary therapies, exercise, or any other modalities that I feel would be helpful for you. Wow, so, that's, that's, that's really amazing. I'm, most you know, our listeners out there haven't experienced anything like that. So, for instance, somebody comes to you and they, you, you, how do you start the process? What do you, how do you, when you say you read these different areas, how do you differentiate reading the physical body from the emotional body, for instance? That's a, that's a great, a, that's a great uh, question. So I, I really kind of go through the bodies and um, sometimes when I'm doing my medical intuitive readings, I just literally write a report, right? So there's a place in Costa Rica where people come from all over the world to do healing retreats. Mm -hmm. And I read those people without speaking to them. You know, maybe 80% of the time I get a photograph of the person. Um, sometimes I just get their name, address, and a little bit of information about them. And literally what I'm doing is I'm focusing on them. And, you know, I, I literally laser focus my um, mind and my soul into that person because you are, you're already a VIP. You are a unique vibrational imprint, a vibrational interference pattern. There's nobody else like you. So I just focus on the person and then I read mm -hmm. each of these levels. And so what are some of the things, okay, physically you, you know, I guess, do you look inside? Do you see them internally? Do you see their organs? Do you see through the person? Let's go through each each type of body. I think that would be really interesting. So w when you're doing the physical body, what do you, what do you see actually? That's a great question. And, um, you know, usually what I'm drawn to uh, is what I call the most stressed organ. And the way I like to explain it is, Let's say there's a classroom and everybody's behaving themselves except for this one little jerk over in the corner who's making everybody else miserable. And if you just get that little kid to settle down, everybody else can have a good time. So usually I'm drawn to, you know, the most stressed organ and Got what's it. going on. So, so to answer your question, sometimes I see it, sometimes I feel it, um, but I'll just be immediately drawn into that. Let me ask you this, Catherine. So, this the physical, the emotional, the energetic, the mental is the what's the what's the fifth one? Spiritual. Spiritual body, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so we started with the physical. So you kind of find out which organs kind of uh, acting up, if you will. Then emotionally, yes. how do you kind of measure in your own? And I'm not saying it's quantitative, but qualitative, yes. whatever you're feeling. How do you t t tap into another person's emotion if you if you're not speaking with them, if you haven't ever met them? How do, you, how do you do that? How does that work? You know, that's a great question. And, and literally what I do, again, is just focus in. And, and, and you have to understand uh, several things is that um, <clears throat> your, your, your body literally has layers, okay? And when you have disease, it begins in your energy field and crystallizes into your physical. Mm -hmm. And when you want to get well... You have to push it out through the physical, through the energy body, through the emotions, through the mind, and through the soul. So to answer your question, 
different emotions are stored in different acupuncture meridians and different um, organs. So, for example, um, you store anger in your liver. You store mm -hmm. fear in your kidneys. Kidneys, right. right? Okay. And, you know, we could, your, your, right. your whole body is like, uh, your your mind is not just in your head, but everywhere. Okay. So, um, yeah, just a quick uh, story here. Uh, first of all, it's Guys Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manny, our very special guest, Catherine Carrigan. She's a medical intuitive healer. We're getting into the whole process because I think it would be, I think for anybody to consider this, that they, ne they need to know how, how it actually works. So I think the process of what you do, Catherine, is, is fascinating. So, and, and just a little aside, I had a, uh, a health crisis, if you will, about five or six years ago when I had to have robotic surgery. And then when I was done, um, they said, okay, 98% chance, we're very lucky, you'll never have to deal with this again. And then I was talking to some other people, actually a guest on my show, Dr. Ahmed Ghazwami, and he said, no, 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 you should actually do some Ayurvedic healing and that would be kind of you have to clean out your condition you have to like you can't have an environment that allows stuff that's not supposed to be in your body be there so i went through a protocol ayurvedic protocol i'm very happy i did that even though of course health insurance doesn't cover it but it was exactly what you're talking about they measured me just taking a, a pinprick in my pinky finger and then they did some other testing and stuff but they found that okay you have some uh, repressive thoughts or some emotional stuff and they could actually pinpoint when that happened and they used magnets and my intention to draw them out a whole bunch of other processes and I took a lot of natural supplements but um, it was ex it seems like exactly what you're saying that the uh, it's it's more you know there's the combination of Eastern Ayurvedic and Western medicine seems to be what can be a winning combination that needs to be more accepted nowadays. Uh, and you seem like you're like a you're like a human MRI machine almost uh, for all of the emotions and everything. And I say that in a complimentary way. So am I on the right track there? And then absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, and to say that I'm a human MRI machine, that is a very <laughs> good description of it, right? Okay. Because I'm going to go right to you know, what the issues are. It's very, very, you know, one of the things about men is we like efficiency, right? Guys, right. like, right. net it out for Problem, me. fix it, right, yeah. Yeah, find, I fix, find it, fix it, right? So this is very, very efficient. And again, one of the things you have to understand is if you have disease, it's literally happening on all five levels, okay? okay. It's going on the physical, energetic, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And so a lot of times when, if you're not well, okay, it's because you're missing something on all the levels. I mean, my whole practice, the reason I have a job is that the average person who comes to see me has seen at least seven other practitioners. They've been to the doctor, the psychiatrist, the psychologist, the physical therapist, the massage therapist, the chiropractor, the naturopath, the acupuncturist. And I'm putting it all together, right? And a lot of times people have worked really hard on one level, but there's this other piece that they couldn't see. So let's, let's continue. Uh, forgive me for being so linear here, but we talked about the physical, the emotional, the energetic body, mental body, spiritual body. How do you differentiate? You know, you do the physical body. You, right. you can find out what the audience Then you have the emotional. Do you look at them all the same? Do you look at them separately uh, while you're building this uh, report, if you will? You know, what do you look for? How do you do measure it? Is it a feeling? Is it intuition? How do you, how do, you do this? That's a great question. It's my soul reading 
reading your five bodies. It's literally, I know this sounds unusual, but uh, it's literally my soul focusing into your soul. And, you know, a lot of people go, well, how does this work? You know, there's a great quote, you know, when when the ego dies, the soul awakes. Mm-hmm. And um, so w- how I'm doing it is I'm literally focusing my soul into reading those different parts of you. That were you, were you, that makes perfect sense. Were you, were you guided in how to do this by source or how, how did you actually hone this skill? I know you've been doing it for years, but how yeah. did you kind of, uh, I mean, there's the quantitative part of it, which is, uh, you know, okay, there's five bodies and then you do your own measurements, but how, how were you led and you worked with a lot of different people, but it's still, there's a, there's a there's something special to be able to know how to do this. It's not it's not yes. like you take classes in it and that's it. You have to have some uh, abilities that yeah. have been kind of refined, right? Absolutely, some yeah. Gifts. Well, it, absolutely. Well, I would say it's like Tiger Woods. He was probably fairly coordinated, and then he spent years practicing. Okay. I have 26 years full time experience in natural healing. I'm a master healer. I've been all over the world studying with all kinds of people and I have this system that I have again reading this medical intuitive reading is actually a system that I developed okay Okay. I've studied medical intuition with different teachers but the system I have of reading the five bodies that is actually something unique to me that I developed but the reason I did it is because if you if you don't read the five bodies, you're going to be missing something, mm-hmm. right? And again, um, you know, I have to say this: I have great respect for the medical tradition. My brother's a doctor. My dad's a doctor. My grandfather was a doctor. My great grandfather was a doctor. My uncle was a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and and so doctors friends i'm not anti-doctor a lot of times i'll say i want you to go get your doctor to test this right right i've had people in my client in my office i'm like call your doctor right now you're not leaving here until you make an appointment and i want you to test this all right all right um your spirit how do you how do you measure somebody's uh the health of their spiritual body that's a great question and you know what we have to say about that of course is that I want to, you know, make a, an important comment and that you are a soul, okay? You are a soul, you have a body. You know, one day you will die, okay? Your, you know, your body will, you know, go to earth, dust to dust, ashes to ashes. However, and this is, I, I have great respect for a wide variety of opinions, but it's my experience that your soul is eternal and will continue on. So as far as measuring your soul, the way I would describe it is that it is inevitable. It's not quantifiable. However, what I can do is, and this is what my 10th book is about, that's about to come out. It's called Reading the Soul. What I can do is I can talk to you about what is going on with your soul. You know, what is your soul journey? What's your soul doing, right? And I think it's important to look at that because so many of the t- so much of the time we get caught up in our ego dramas. All right, well, how, do, how do you? Let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. How do you, because I think it's you're making incredibly important points. So how do you how do you do that? How do you look into somebody's soul? 
So first, first of all, you know, whenever I'm doing any readings, um, I always ask permission. Like I don't just like go in there and read anybody without their permission, right? And um, so, and I can make a, cu- a couple comments about things that I look at. Okay. So one of the first things I look at is sort of where are you on your soul? And there's basically three stages. Are you unconscious? When you're unconscious, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you may not be aware of yourself as a soul, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're just a little boy riding your bike and, you know, catching butterflies and shooting BB guns, you know, you're just a little boy. You may not be aware of yourself as soul. Then what happens is... What if you're... Uh, okay. That's a kid. So if you're an adult and you're looking at an adult, are you looking at, okay, this person is on their life's journey based on the agreements they made before incarnation or they're really off course? I mean, and what, what do you feel or see to, to give you that information? I, I forgive me. I don't mean to be. Oh, yeah. I don't mean to be digging too deep in this stuff. But I think for people considering this and listening, they, they would. They. I think they're interested in knowing. Wow. How the heck does this work? What does she see? Right. And I would, if I, if I could put it in a word, Robert, I would say okay. it's listening. Right. It's literally I'm listening to your soul. So I, I basically unconscious awakening and conscious. Got it. So a lot of times people will have an experience in their life, like maybe you have a car wreck or you go to war or you have your first child or you have a nervous breakdown or something and it makes you wake up to the fact that there's more to your life than material reality. There's more to your life than paying the rent, than supporting your family. You know, that there's a bigger you, right? Right. Right. Now that's so, exactly what we're trying to get to on Guys Guys Radio to show the guys and the ladies out there that there is more than what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis where it can become a very reactive existence where we're focusing our uh, we're determining what is by what we've seen by the past and then yes. when we're trying to do things in the future the future keeps moving and it creates anxiety is that a, do you see that as a consistent issue that you're confronted with when you're reading people all over the world? You know, I, I think that when you become conscious and talking about conscious of at the soul level, you know, there's a lot of wonderful things about becoming conscious. First of all, you're awake to the fact that you are a soul, right? I think you actually become more fearless. And I realize that I'm talking to guys. And, you know, it's sort of like you're going to survive everything that happens to you until you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as human beings, we go through a lot of challenges in our life. We, our heart gets broken. We break our arm. We go to war. We get fired. You know, we get a divorce. I mean, there's all kind of stuff that happens, right? And, you know, at first it can be a little bit overwhelming, but when you are awake to the fact that you're a soul, you've discovered your soul purpose and you're on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, that's how I am. I mean, I've written two books this year. It's like, and I'm like, well, what's next? I'm like, you know, I have a purpose. I'm on fire about it. I want to fulfill my purpose. Do you find, uh, Catherine, that people are waking up now faster than they have been? Everything I seem to be hearing and reading is that, you know, things, there's a great awakening. But uh, and, and on the other hand, I'm like, 
really? Because I'm seeing a lot of and witnessing a lot of people who, and this is not being judgmental, I hope it doesn't come across that way, or they're just doing their thing and they're not, you know, they're not considering other stuff. Maybe a little bit, but they're still, they go back. It's very hard for a lot of people, particularly guys, to change. They're curious, but then they go right back. And I know so many guys who are eating and drinking and living and working and everything is exactly the same since they got out of college. Are you, are you uh, experiencing kind of the same thing? Well, I want to talk especially to men, okay, because a lot of guys don't go through an awakening process until something happens that's bigger than them, that's beyond their control, right? Right. You know, and, you know, that may be 30s or 40s. Some people may call that a midlife crisis, right? But it's, I, I, I have to, you know, what comes to mind is I did a reading recently for a gentleman, I believe he's from Brooklyn, and he was a, a welder, okay? I wrote about him in my new book, okay? And so this person who I'll just call Marcus, that was not his real name, he'd been a welder. Um, he grew up like a lot of guys, He, you know, he not low socioeconomic group, never special, never excelled in school, nobody paid attention to him. And he was turning 40 and it was like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to waste my life. So he had a certain, you know, desperation is too strong a word, but a certain urgency, like I better get on this. He felt like he was wasting his life. And when I did the reading for him, I, 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 I did it first thing in the morning and my angels were so excited to talk to him because it was like, you have not wasted your life. I said, you need to study the life of plants because if you study plants, like I happen to raise orchids, I love orchids. And you know, sometimes the plant looks like nothing's happening and then all of a sudden there's yep. a bug. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, you have been rooting yourself in your life and you are waking up to the fact that you are a soul and that you're important. Okay, you're not just a whatever. And I explained to him that he was a natural leader. But sometimes we go through years, maybe even decades of your life where you just feel like it's Groundhog Day all over again. Yep. Right? Okay. okay. Um, all right. It's Guys Guys Radio. Our special guest, Catherine Carrigan. She's the author of so many best-selling Amazon books, uh, Breathwork, Pain and Suffering, Intuition, Healing, the Blues, also a social media expert, which I think is, is fascinating. But let's have a little fun if it's okay with you. Uh, okay, we've been conversing. Uh, you've got a little bit of a chance to check out my physical, emotional, energetic, mental, and spiritual bodies without my, you know, w w I guess everybody you come in contact with, you're getting some type of reading unless unless you can shut it on and off. But since we've been doing this and we're talking about you know, your gift and how you're helping people, what do I need to know? And I think this will help our listeners because they, they'll get a taste for how you, what they would expect you to say upon uh, okay. uh, some type of interaction. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little bit of a soul reading with you, Robert. Sure, perfect. Okay, and I would say, I mean, you are definitely awakening to your soul purpose, right? I mean, in, in that I think that you're already pretty purposeful in your life, but I think that you're becoming more and more soul-driven, and, and that's a compliment. 
and that you're you're getting more and more on fire about what you're here to do. Now, one of the things that I do when I'm doing a soul reading is I look at what I call your karma clearing to-do lists, okay? okay? So, you know, if you think about karma, every karma is almost like physics. You know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? I love physics. If you want to understand natural healing, just study physics, okay? I spent a lot of time studying physics. So, so basically... Your karma is the result of everything that you have created, okay? Here in this incarnation or to- in totality in other incarnations all, also? All of the above, Got right? It. Okay. Right? I mean, you know, if you don't want, if you don't remember anything that I say right now today, remember this. The most selfish thing that you could ever do is be kind, generous, and thoughtful to everyone and everything around you, okay? Because when you're when you're kind, thoughtful, and generous to everything and all living beings around you, that's what comes back to you, right? Got it. I mean, not to mention anybody running this country, but when I think about you know individuals putting children in cages, I'm like, I don't want that karma, right? Right. So your karma is like it's 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 the energy that you have created from this and other lifetimes. Okay. So and if you, I I make a lot of analogies with house clean cleaning or you know just okay. you know, hard work right. So this is things that you can clear up. Um, this is this is this is guy's guy Robert Manny. Okay. Yeah. So I'm talking about you. Um, I'm going to make a couple comments. Uh, one is emotional starvation. And I think that part of what's going on with you, Robert, is that you're suffering for a little bit from the karma of emotional starvation and that you were like a lot of men in the past. I think you've been you push yourself. Um, you've expected a lot of yourself. And but what you're learning and again, you're in the process of learning is how to be compassionate to yourself and nurture yourself and really Nurture yourself at the soul level, and it, it's really learning how to be a man. And I have great respect for men and who they are, and you know all they do, all they bring to the planet. All, mm-hmm. but you're learning. You have some karma of emotional starvation, um, and you're learning that. Okay. I, I think there's still some ne- deep-seated negative experiences from your childhood. Um, I'm getting around three or four. I think that part of this is how you learn the emotional starvation. I I think you had a little bit of um, neglect as a child. You know, your a lot of your early childhood needs were not met. Okay. So a lot of times as a little boy or a little girl, when mommy or daddy, and I think you're in your case it was mommy, didn't really pay attention to you and didn't nurture you then you just go, okay, well, you know, I guess I don't need that. And you tend to, you know, develop a pattern of overlooking this. Now, would this be uh, uh, emotionally, emotional versus, because uh, my mom pretty much raised me because my dad traveled a lot. So it was, I had more contact with my mom, but I don't know if we were on the same page. She always sees me as kind of like an outlier, like she doesn't get me, but we, we have a connection and everything. But I don't know if emotionally she gets me. Right, exactly. Well, I can I just it, again, it wasn't like you were left child, you know, 
shoeless on the street. Right. But, <laughs> right. But, right. That was not it. it um, you know, maybe you got your three squares a day right. food wise, but you were not, you weren't listened to, you weren't nurtured. And this really does go to the level of soul. One of the things that I talk about is what I call wounded soul and wounded spirit. And wounded spirit is when you've suffered wounds that go, yes, they're emotional, but it goes so deep, it goes all the way into the soul. And you, you're, you not getting nurtured as a child, you know, that's definitely left some chinks in your armor, so to speak. Got it, and, got it. But you can, you can fill those up by really learning how to be kind to yourself. And one of the things that I also talk about is what I call soul medicine, which is, you know, what does your, you know, what feeds your soul? Like for some people, feeding your soul may literally be watching NFL football, drinking beer and hanging out with your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's soul medicine right there, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. It doesn't have to be going to church or meditating, although it can be, right? Got it. Yep. Um, okay, so I'm still talking about your karma. Um, part of what I'm seeing also for you is uh, you have a soul agreement to take on the suffering of the world. Okay, so what I see about you is you, like many men, have sort of a tough exterior, but at the same time, you're very much touched all the way to the soul when you see suffering in the world and that really bothers you and um, whether you're conscious or unconscious of it you tend to take on the suffering of others does that make Mm -hmm. sense Uh, you know what I've always been kind of oblivious to things like that Um, not just not not um, until recently Uh, I think I've been waking up a little bit over the last five, ten years, and now I do get bothered when I even read something about a crime or whatever, where in the past I would just be like, okay, that's the New York Post reporting another horrible thing happening. Now I actually feel about it, like, that's horrible, like, I I don't feel good about reading that, how people are treating each other. So I think that, that makes perfect sense, Catherine. Yeah, like you're literally feeling it in your soul, right? Mm hmm And, you know, I'm the same way. I mean, I have a hard time seeing photographs of violence or, you know, or like you said, even, you know, the the news about the children in cages, don't even get me started, right? Right. right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, don't get me started. Um, Okay. Um, So, but what we want to learn when we're, when we're, when we're waking up to our sensitivity, what we want to learn is to learn how to serve others and serve the planet without actually literally processing other people's suffering Mm -hmm. so so part of so there's a little bit of that where you're actually literally processing that and um okay um okay so again if i'm quiet i'm working um okay okay we've got uh katherine carrigan uh she is a best-selling Amazon author, a medical intuitive, and right now we're on Guys Guys Radio. Your host, Robert Manny, and she's in the middle of reading me, so I'm talking right now while she's doing her work. And what I wanted to do is, I, I, I have no idea what Catherine's going to say, but I want to put this out there so our listeners can get a taste as to when you work with somebody with a gift like Catherine's that you, you understand kind of this is what it's all about. So, Catherine, 
Over yeah. to you. Okay. What do I need to know? Okay. Well, I want to also talk about, you know, my comment about soul medicine. Okay. So just like your, you know, your body needs good food and rest and exercise. And a lot of people now, you know, there's a lot of information everywhere, all over the internet and so on about natural healing and organic food and why we shouldn't eat glyphosate and GMOs and mm-hmm. why we need to exercise every day and take supplements, so on and so forth. But at the same time, once you realize you're a soul and your soul literally is in charge of any, everything, then one of the things that's so important is you can ask yourself, how can I literally my soul? How can I feed my soul? And I want to explain this is so important because your soul controls your mind. Your mind controls your emotions. Your emotions control energy and your energy system controls your physical body. So the most powerful level to work on when you want to be healthy and happy is literally your soul. So if you learn how to feed your soul, you can get through everything. All right, the perfect. That's a perfect place to, for a question. That makes perfect sense. How can people? We need to uh, help the our listeners out there. What what can people do to begin that process of themselves? I believe people can self heal, and that we create our our lives by you know if you start thinking bad things about other people or just have negative thoughts it seems to be negative things seems to happen it's as simple as that and it's not like pollyanna-ish where oh i'm just going to be happy and even though terrible things are going on and then everything's going to be happy but if you start to like change evolve shape your outlook and it's a process it's every moment every second and find the opportunities and Think, continue to be positive, look for the learning and setbacks, etc. that we can kind of put ourselves in a position to self-heal. Does that tie into that whole uh, self-healing at the soul level? Can we, can yes. people do that? How can, what can they do, Catherine? Okay. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read you a list, right? But okay. first I want to talk about you. I'm going to talk about you specifically. (laughs) All right. And one of the things that I see about you that literally feeds your soul, and you're kind of doing it right now, because what you're doing with your radio show is you're literally creating a virtual tribe of uh, like-minded souls who are men, right? And one of the things that I see that really really feeds you is – what I call spiritual community. And, um, you know, we can definitely get spiritual community by going to the church or the mosque or the synagogue, okay? Those are great. That's wonderful. But I'm talking about spiritual community is like-minded people, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm teaching my yoga classes and I'm there with my fellow yogis, that's spiritual community. Right. When I'm in a meditation group, that's spiritual community. If I'm in a knitting circle, I happen to be a woman, that's spiritual community. Mm-hmm. If you're riding your Harley Davidson through the mountains, you know, that's your, spiritual With your community. guys, yeah, yeah, then that's a community yeah. also. Yeah, and so one of the things that I see that really feeds your soul is, is the spiritual community of like-minded men. Mm-hmm. And that you have a soul need for their... Um, presence and companionship, and and it's and it's truly like other every wonderful thing in life. It's win win because you need to be a leader of men. 
But you also need to be a peer. Does that make sense? Like when yeah, I'm a peer, right, I'm right. not better than anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and I'm not either. No way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing that I see is spiritual community of like-minded men. Nothing wrong with women. You like women. That's not it. Oh, yeah. But, but it's like when you're with, and, and again, if you think about that, like that's what you get when there's a poker night, right? I mean, what are you doing? You're playing cards and drinking beer, right? But what are you really doing is you're hanging out with like-minded people with whom you can let your hair down, be yourself, talk about what's really going on, or not talk about what's really going on, mm -hmm. but just their presence, right? Yep. And, you know, one of the things, if you think about our culture, there's a lot of disconnection. And, you know, I'm always talking to people about this concept, the spiritual community, which is like-minded people. And if you can find that spiritual community, you won't be lonely, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you, Robert, are not lonely, but you have a need at a soul level to feed other men, which is what you're doing through your radio show, why, you, why it turns you on and why it gets you so excited. It's true, yes. Right? And, and but you need that... You need to be their leader, but you also need to be their peer. You know, you need to be one of the guys, right? Yeah, uh, one of the guys' guys. One of the guys' guys, right? You don't need to be better than anybody, right? Uh, absolutely. Right? Okay, well, well thank you, Catherine. Um, so what can uh, our listeners, the guys and the women out there, what can they do to take those first steps in terms of uh, looking inside and uh, kind of getting a sense as to, from a soul level, where they're at and what they need to do. I mean, you're an expert. You read right. me. It's easier for you to read me than for me to read myself. And for most other people, they, you know, they, 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 a lot of times people have, they're okay. kind of like, I don't want to say BSing themselves, but it's hard to know who, who you are for a lot of people because there's so much noise okay. and so many well, definitions that are being thrown at them based on how they live their life. Right. Okay. So I'm going to try and make it simple. So, First of all, and I'm going to break it down, all disease is slow down vibration. So if you've ever been in a nursing home, that's the definition of slow down energy. Yeah, exactly. home, you're in there five minutes looking at your wristwatch, when can right. I get out of here, right? So all illness is slowed down vibration. Healing happens when you lift your vibration. So to answer your question, so one of the things that you can do is you can ask yourself, what lifts my vibration? Like you, you can read all kind of spiritual t teachers and enlightenment, okay, is literally lifting your vibration. So how can you tell? Um, so there's something called your cantillation, which is any activity that lifts your vibration. Let me give you some ideas of I activities that may lift your vibration okay. that you cannot necessarily consider spiritual activities mm -hmm. having sex okay when Love you're <laughs> right yes absolutely when you're truly intimate and you're sharing loving energy with another person mm -hmm. right i mean that is literally lifting both of your vibrations right there you know our culture has a lot of you know oh it's dirty it's bad you know there's all this you know garbage thrown at it right but when you're having a true loving connection, you're lifting everybody, right? Okay. Okay. Being in nature. Okay. Being in nature. I don't care whether you're in the mountains, by the beach. Uh, you know, I'm very lucky. 
I live five minutes from a park. I walked in the park today with a friend and my dog. When I started, I was tired. When I was done, I walked for a whole hour. Felt like a million dollars when I was done, right? You know, that's that's uh, amazing. And let me just interject because I lived many years in New York City, and it's very dense, and there's a lot of Rajasic energy there. And I lived f- five minutes from Central Park, and literally, I would take three steps into the park, and the energy was completely different. And I spent a time in the park, and when I came out, I was refreshed. And it's just it makes people, you know, it sounds so simple. Yes, yeah, spend time in nature, but you know what? It's important. Keep going, Catherine. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just read a list of soul medicine, breath okay. work, breathing exercises. Okay, because you're when you do conscious breathing exercises, you're going to move through um, the emotional garbage. I think breath work is brilliant for men because a lot of men don't want to talk about it. A lot of men, unlike women, realize that talking about things doesn't necessarily make it better, mm-hmm. right? If I sit there for a whole hour and, you know, this is bad, that is bad, all I do is I'm, I'm staying in that ain't it awful vibration for a whole hour. Right. Versus if I'm doing breathing exercises, I'm letting that go. I'm processing okay. All right. What else? Prayer. Prayer. I pray all day long. Meditation. Okay. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Mantras. And another way, another word for a mantra is just an affirmation, right? Every day I'm getting them better and better. I'm divinely led to all that is for my highest good, right? Mm -hmm. I serve God for the highest good. Mm -hmm. Rest, okay? Um, You know, one of the things about men that I have a lot of compassion for, you know, know, men are frequently treated just like money producers, right? You're the golden, you're the goose, the golden egg, produce, you know, produce, 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 go, go, go. And... You know, rest could mean lying on your sofa watching NFL football. It could be getting on a sailboat and, you know, sailing off and down the river, right, with no input, right? Exactly. It's whatever works. Okay, what else? Unscheduled time alone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Love it, love it. Okay, laughter, Mm -hmm. laughing. You know, comedy clubs. I love going to comedy club, right? Yep. <laughs> dancing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, dancing is very similar to sex in that you're, again, you're sharing energy. You're, mm-hmm. like, feeling the vibe, playing off the vibe. We talked about... Exercise. Exercise, absolutely. Especially outdoor exercise, right? Yep. You know, but, you know, going back to men and exercise, you know, it's like going to the gym... Swearing, spitting. I, I I have I have to tell this story because it's it's very much about what we're talking about. I remember years ago, believe it or not, I was the healer. I worked every every week with a Catholic monsignor. Okay, and one day his um, secretary called and he she said his jaw locked up. He can't speak or chew. You know, can you help him? Anyway, I did a healing with him, and what he needed to do was go to a gun range and swear once a week. Mm-hmm. Because he had to be so nice all the time, he was he didn't have a release for his anger, right? Perfect. Well, listen, a lot of a lot of it sounds simplistic and common sense, but how often ask? Let's all ask ourselves: How often do we overlook so many of those things that Catherine mentioned? So Catherine is a multi-dimensional being, in my opinion. That she she has this gift. She can help you heal yourself. She can help read you. 
Um, she is the author of all these wonderful Amazon books. We didn't get into them, but there's breathing, uh, health, uh, intuition, the, uh, soul reading. It goes on and on. So, Catherine, why don't we wrap up by you telling our audience where they can find out more about you and where they can uh, get your books, etc. Okay, CatherineKerrigan.com. C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-C-A-R-R-I-G-A-N.com. It's all there, and you can sign up for my newsletter. So, Perfect. Well, listen, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on to Guys Guys Radio. We'll have to get you back because you have so many verticals that I would love to dig more into, but I think this was a great overall conversation for us to have and really help people learn about, you know, what is natural healing? How can you heal yourself? How can you live your best life? How can you get in touch with your soul to help every other aspect of your life? So thank you so much, Catherine Carrigan, for coming on to Guys Guys Radio. Thanks so much, everybody. I appreciate it. Okay, that was a fascinating interview with Catherine Carrigan. She's got so many books, so much information out there about kind of a wellness, self-healing, how to take care of ourselves. So what did we learn today? I think we learned a number of things. Uh, number one is that we have a real responsibility as individuals to uh, manage our health. When you go to the doctor, you're going to get help, of course. They probably, like when you look at the car or whatever, they always find something and we always have things to work on. So it's good. And Western medicine's good, frankly. Western medicine, robotic surgery saved my life. But the responsibility of taking care of myself so I don't need to have robotic surgery lies with myself and my lifestyle. And going forward, I've made sure to really clean up my internal body, my physical body, my energetic body, my mental body, my emotional body, and my spiritual body. And that's something we also picked up from Catherine, that we have five different types of bodies. So you have to keep that in mind when you're, you're practicing your wellness on yourself. Take care of yourself. Also, the importance of how we breathe uh, is incredible. And Catherine's books have a lot of information about that. Also, she helps out with developing our intuitive gifts. Everybody has intuition. The, the fact is, though, that most people... Don't take the time for any type of spiritual enfoldment work or working on working with their intuition. You know, they have the old saying, a woman's intuition, whatever. Women are pretty open, and I think their openness helps them be able to tap into their intuition. But guys, haven't you ever felt something or just had a feeling like, you know what, I know this is going to happen and that it happens? Well, the more I've studied this and listened to our guests and done my own work, the more I understand that we create a lot of our own experiences. We create our lives each and every moment. The past is gone. The future isn't here yet. So each and every moment we have to manage our thoughts because thoughts are things. They have power. So we have to be careful with that. So Guys Guys Radio, we're here to help you. We're here to have men and women be at their best so everybody wins. I'll bring you different guests every week. You decide what you want to do with the information. But I'm going to bring you some great guests every week. That's my pledge to you. So Guys Guys Radio, we're on KCAA every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time. We're also on at 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoons. If you're in the car, tooling down the 5, the 101, 
the 8, the 805, wherever you're going, give us a listen. Of course, we're also all over the internet, but we're on uh, KCAA 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. You can also catch us all the podcasts. There's 390 now. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Blog Talk Radio, CastBox, KCA.com, where you can stream it and you can even stream the show on my website, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. So don't tell me you don't know where you can find the show. It's everywhere, worldwide. If you want to support my work, you can do one of two things. One, you could listen to the show and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. You could also pick up my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is the source material for everything Guy's Guy's. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City, the city where they play for keeps. It's been called the male sex in the city. It's a romp. I think you'll have fun with it. Guys dig the book. Women dig the book because it's about guys, how we really are. And it's a lot of fun. And I really had a lot of pleasure writing it. And it's got some substance to it. It's got a message uh, uh, beneath it, through it, and it'll take you right to the end with a really fun tale of these two dudes. Um what else is going on? Well, you can catch me also all over social media and my website, robertmanny.com. It's easy to get in touch with me. And please do, because I love hearing from you. So anyhow, that's our show for tonight. We're going to be back next week with another great guest. Until then, like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. Guys Guy Radio.